Welcome to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and I am a high-performance mindset coach, a mom, a former professional athlete, and an entrepreneur. I help coaches and high performers optimize their mindset to improve their coaching, their performance, and those of their athletes, and their lives. Here, you'll learn all about mindset, how to live it, how to teach it, and how to sell it. Hi, y'all, and welcome to the Mindset Coach Academy podcast. My name is Lindsay Wilson. Oh my goodness, you guys, this has been a really, really fun, I don't know if fun's actually the right word, fun month with the with my insider program and my monthly mindset coaching. We did a whole session on failure and it was really, really powerful. And I want to talk about it in the podcast. I've talked about it so many times. I think, you know, failure is one of those things that it keeps coming up, whether you've actually failed or whether you're avoiding failure, which is what we're talking about today. It's such a big part of our life. It's such a big part of being successful. And it's a huge, huge part of our mindset work Um, because it's one of those things where if you are trying to be successful, if you're driven, and I know that you are because you're here, um, it's something that we really have to address and become really self-aware about. So we're talking about failure today. And of course, this can be failure. Or sorry, this is, of course, talking about failure can be painful, I should say. Um, because it sucks. And the work that we do from a mindset perspective does not make it not suck. It might make it suck a little bit less, but more importantly, it makes it mean something good in your life. It we're able to take failure and turn it into something. And yes, that thing can be learning. It can be getting better. It can be failing forward, if you will. But another way that I want you to think about failure is sort of as like a mental rep, because one of the things we're talking about today, as I said, is we're talking about to stop avoiding failure because we do so much of that. But one of the ways to stop avoiding failure is to recognize that you're going to be okay. And so every time you fail and you recover, you not only get stronger emotionally and mentally, but you also get that evidence, you get that mental rep that reminds you that you're going to be okay, if that makes sense. So it's sort of like you're able to catch yourself when you're falling and you're like, oh, there's a net there. And so next time, this all happens subconsciously, right? Next time you think about doing something scary, you're like, well, I've recovered before. And so you're able to take that risk. You're able to put yourself out there. You're able to risk failure because you've gotten that rep, those reps in. You failed before over and over again, and you're still here. You're still okay. So I want you to start thinking about failure a little bit like that too. Not only is it an opportunity for learning, but it's also an opportunity to get that rep in, right? Like it is that reminder that you're going to be okay. All right. So one of the great things about failure is it's a little bit of, I don't want to say a raw chart test, but it's a little bit of a mirror for whatever's going on in your life. So how you look at failure and how you're dealing with failure is often coming up in multiple places in your life. And so it's a good place to work on yourself because it's so obvious when you are not working on yourself, but it has a ripple effect over so many things. So if it's a confidence thing, or if it's a fear thing, or if it's a perfectionist thing, or if it's a procrastination thing, often those same things are going to come up within failure. Okay. So Know that whatever you're working on with failure is is not only worth it for the failure component, but it's worth it for so many other aspects of your life because it really is a ripple effect. Okay, so 
as I mentioned, one of the big things that I want to talk about with failure today is recognizing how often we avoid it. And the challenge with recognizing it is to some degree, you're not going to recognize it. You have to recognize that you're not recognizing it, if that makes sense. Because our brain, as those of you that have studied with me know that we have something called the reticular activating system, which is filtering in things like opportunities that we believe are there. So when we are avoiding failure, we don't even see the places that we could fail. Our brain just thinks of them as non-starters. And so we have to recognize that we are not recognizing all of these opportunities around us because our brain is filtering and getting that tunnel vision to say, no, 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 that's scary. That's dangerous. We're not even going to go there. So that's how our brain works. That's how your brain works. That's how my brain works. We avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. Now, why? This is how our brain works. Again, if you've studied with me or you've studied mindset, you know that our brain is not actually very good at distinguishing real fear and real risk from the risk to our ego, for example. We do not want to put ourselves in danger. And danger means anything that's going to threaten our survival. And that is a wide range of things. It could be, again, any kind of stress, any kind of danger, not necessarily things that are going to keep us from having dinner tonight. And so our lizard brain is basically telling us all the time, don't do anything out of the ordinary. Don't take any risks. We want to make sure we have shelter tonight. We want to make sure we have dinner tonight. So just stay this straight and narrow, stay on the path that we've been on before. We know this direction. We're good. But The problem is, is that to do anything great in this life, we have to take risk. And so part of our brain is saying, do not by any means go over there. There being someplace new and different, but probably maybe better. It wants us to stay on the path that it's always been. And so that was me. And I'm sure that has been you. When I look back on times that I've tried to be successful, I always felt like there's a part of me that's like, I'm going to do the work. 110% I am in. But there's always this little part of me that was tugging me back. And I thought there was something wrong with me, to be honest. It's like, why am I not just going for it? And that is part of how our brain works. There's the part that says, yes, I'm going for my goals. And there's that part that is sort of pulling back, pushing on the brakes ever so slightly even that says, do not by any means, go do that crazy thing. Because again, we want to make sure we have shelter tonight. So this is a hundred percent natural. This is what, this is how our brain has evolved. And thank goodness, this has kept us really, really safe over the years. But again, it's not about food and shelter. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about risks to our ego. We're talking about looking foolish in front of other people. We're talking about just feeling shitty because we failed. Our brain thinks of those as risks to our survival. And to me, just knowing that this is how my brain operates is so powerful because there's no shame in it. There's no embarrassment. There's no saying, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is how our brains are wired. Now, just because this is how our brain naturally works, this is our natural tendency, doesn't mean that it's natural and and absolute, right? We can work to overcome it. And I'm sure that you have done this in your life. I know that I have, but we have to make it intentional. 
Because if we leave it up to how our brain naturally works, these are neural pathways that have been, billions of years have been etched into our brain. So we have to regularly and intentionally overcome it. Now, this is true whether you are the most disciplined person in the world, no matter how driven you are, no matter how much you want it, whatever it is. It is not a natural thing for you to raise your hand and say, yes, me, let me risk everything. Let me fail in front of everybody. That's going to be great. I'm in. We have to make ourselves do that. We have to make ourselves do that because of something that we want. And we know that that's a part of it. Okay. So we have to use our advanced brain, our prefrontal cortex, and consciously make ourselves do that. Now, The best way to do that is through routines and through accountability and through coaching and things like we do in our monthly mindset coaching, because it's really hard to do this stuff regularly on your own. It's really hard to to muster up enough self-discipline with all the other things you have to do in your life. So just a quick little plug. This is what we do in our group coaching because it's really hard to do on your own. It's really hard to on a, you know, random Tuesday afternoon to say, yes, let me work actively on failing. That sounds great. (laughs) Your brain's like, no, 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 no. I got to empty the dishwasher. I got to go pick up stuff at Target. That's way more fun. (laughs) So that is why we work on this regularly because it does not come naturally. It comes through work. And the best way to do that work is to do it in a way that is regular and systematic and routine. Okay. So I'll, I'll step away with that, but that's what I wanted to say about that. Okay. So being able to actively practice this is really, really important. So Self-awareness, making sure we recognize that we are avoiding failure, part one, okay? Very, very important. One of the ways that you can do this is, one of the actually kind of crazy ways to do this, is to recognize how easy it is for you to see this in someone else and recognize that you are doing it too. So you got a, a kid or a person you coach or a coworker or a cousin and you see them holding back or avoiding failure and not going for it. And you might not not be doing it to the same level, but you're doing it too. It is so much easier to see in other people. So much easier. Okay. Just a good little practice to see it in other people and then recognize that you're doing it too. That's part one, self-awareness. Part two of working on failure. So part one is awareness and making sure we're not avoiding failure, even though we are, (laughs) but just being aware that we're, we're avoiding it. Part one is avoidance. Part two is recognizing the stories we are telling ourselves about the failure. So let's say you just had a failure or maybe you had one in the past. doesn't really matter, but immediately when a failure happens and even before it happens, we tell ourselves a story about what the failure is going to mean. So let me give you an example. Actually, I got two, I got two quick examples. One is I fail in the WNBA. I just talked about that in Mental Monday. I talk about it all the time. I, f- I fail a ton in the WNBA. But I remember telling myself that failure of not making the w- WNBA meant, now wait for it. This is going to sound crazy to you. But at the time, it seemed like this was true. If I failed in the WNBA, it meant that I couldn't be a mindset coach. Now, this sounds crazy. But to me, it made sense. I'm like, who wants to listen to somebody that couldn't even use their mind to play at the the WNBA level? Now, I know now that failing makes you a really good mindset coach. (laughs) 
clearly you have to have some success too. You have to practice this stuff and continue to practice it. But there's no place in the mindset coach world qualifications, which doesn't exist, by the way, um, that says you have to have never failed. Who wants to be coached by somebody that's never failed? I sure don't. That means they haven't gone for it in anything. Okay. So that story, I tried to make that failure mean this thing that was not true, but certainly could have been true. And here's the scary thing. If I really continued to believe that, and I didn't believe it for long, but if I continued to believe that, what would I do as a mindset coach? I wouldn't have done it because of the stupid thing that I told myself about that failure. I made it mean that thing. It's not that, that uh, Ford quote, Henry Ford quote, quote about, you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. If I believed that that was going to disqualify me, I wouldn't have become a mindset coach. But instead, I made it, I made it mean, wow, she knows how to fail and, and how to get back up. So I made it into that thing, okay? So that's what's really, really important about the story we tell ourselves about our failure. Now, another example. Um, when I've, I've had launches that have failed, obviously, as an entrepreneur. I've launched programs nobody wanted, okay? Now, after, I'm thinking of one in particular where I had one person sign up for a group coaching program, which is really embarrassing, right? Because then you have to like tell the person, we don't have enough people. So I remember after that thing, I remember thinking, God, can I coach other mindset coaches if I can't even have a successful launch. Now, the interesting thing about this example is that story is not untrue, right? To coach other people to make money as a mindset coach, I have to make money as a mindset coach. But one, there's, there's the, here's where the story limits me. One launch doesn't define me. There is nobody that teaches business, that teaches mindset coaching, that teaches anything having to do with making money that does not have a failed launch, right? That's impossible. You cannot learn enough to get to being able to coach other people having not failed. That's just impossible, right? So again, the story that I tell myself, it wasn't totally untrue. I have to have some success to be able to coach other people, but that one launch didn't define me. Now, again, what is scary about this is that if I start believing that, that this one launch defines me, I'm not going to learn from that launch. I'm not going to launch again. And I'm not going to grow into a mindset coach that, that can be her best or can coach other people because of the story that I tell myself about that failure. Okay. So again, uh, how we avoid part one is how we avoid it and how we, you know, allow our brain to hold us back and the self-awareness that we need to build up to make sure that we aren't doing that, okay? That's step one. And then step two is really watching these stories ahead of time and saying, oh my God, I have to. You know, anytime I talk to one of my mindset coaches and they say, I have, this this launch has to work. I'm like, well, why? Do you not have dinner tonight? You know, and again, it's not that these things aren't partially true. It's not that money isn't important. It's not that there's no threat at all, but it's how much we believe in that story as like an absolute, okay? So part two is watching what we make these failures mean, right? And you can see this in your kids, right? We want them, if you have kids that play sports or you're coaching or your teacher, we want them to go for it. We want them to care about the win or the loss, but we also want them to know that they're going to be okay if it doesn't work out so that they can have the freedom to go for it, right? 
So that story, what we make our failures mean either ahead of time or when they happen will determine how we are able to move forward. So we have to be really, really aware of what we are making these failures mean because they're often lies. Again, the scary part of that is they are lies, but we make them become true. We make this failure mean something and then we act according to that, okay? So that's where the danger is with failure. Okay, so again, wrapping up failure. You guys, this is such a big mindset piece. And one of the great things about failure is again, like I said in the beginning, this is sort of like the mirror to so many things that we're dealing with in our life. So if you can handle yourself through failure and you can look at yourself through failure and you can see where you're avoiding it and where you're going for it and where you're not even seeing opportunities, you are able to take a really good look at yourself in all aspects of your life and it will have ripple effects. Paying attention to how you are avoiding failure, being very, very self-aware as much as possible um, into the areas of your life that maybe you aren't even seeing opportunities, where you're playing small, where you're allowing yourself to not go for it. And then paying attention to the stories that you're telling yourself. Like, well, I can't do XYZ because I don't have any money. I can't do XYZ because I don't have any time. I can't do XYZ now because I have a day job or because my kids are little or whatever. You're telling yourself all these things about failure. And if, and then you tell yourself, well, if I fail, then this is what that's going to mean, right? I'm not going to be qualified to do this or, um, I, I won't be able to do this or, you know, it feels like I'm not going to have enough to eat, but you know, if that's true, that's kind of a different thing. But for most people, that's not true. So paying attention to the stories you're telling yourself ahead of time about failure, about the possibility of failure. Um, and then in our coaching, we actually move towards failure. We call it running towards failure. And that's kind of fun because people choose something really Sometimes it's really simple, like launching a new program or asking for a raise at their job or even having a difficult conversation with a loved one or signing up for a new class. They choose one thing that's a little bit risky in their life because, again, it's not necessarily about that thing. It's about getting that mental rep of not avoiding failure and then going for it and recognizing regardless of what happens, you're going to be okay. Regardless of what happens, you have a roof over your head tonight. And so you can kind of tell that lizard brain to like quiet down a little bit. So those are my thoughts on failure. If you have any thoughts, please come over to Instagram at Lindsay Positive Perform. Let me know if you're running towards failure. Let me know how you like the podcast. Share it with a friend. You guys, failure is a big part of mindset. So keep it going and look out for the monthly mindset coaching program. We are going to be opening it up for a limited time to our community and then we're closing back up again. So if you want to get working on your mindset, and come with a great community and get coached by me and really, really dive into this stuff on a much deeper level. I got you. Be on the lookout for that. Come on over to positiveperformancetraining.com. Come over to Instagram. We'll let you know all about it. And have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. And bye for now. Hey, if you loved this episode, make sure to check out all of our free and paid resources over at positiveperformancetraining.com. You want to take mindset training to the next level? We got you. But here are three more specific ways. If you want to take mindset training and live it more in your life, definitely subscribe to this podcast. 
We send out bonus episodes. We have our mental Mondays. We have interviews and training episodes. Definitely subscribe. If you want to teach it, meaning taking it to your athletes or your clients, I highly recommend Psychology of Competition. Again, you can check that out at positiveperformancetraining.com. It is a great course that will teach you and your athletes how to have pre, during, and post-competition routines to up your performance. And if you want to learn how to have a mindset coaching business in order to sell mindset coaching, highly recommend signing up for our waitlist for our next certification cohort, which usually opens about once a year. But in the meantime, go to positiveperformancetraining.com and check out our ultimate mindset coaching toolkit. Well, it will show you exactly how to get started with your first mindset coaching clients. Again, go to positiveperformancetraining.com for all of our free and paid resources.